jiggly. This this is well, attached to the plywood. We can't really touch the table is what I'm realizing no, right yeah, now. Yeah, so. there's a lot of jiggle action here. I also have to crane my neck in this weird way. Hang on, hang on. You just, like, take it out. Just no. use it. No, because I want to podcast Joe Rogan style. That's the whole point of this right now. Will and I are podcasting like professionals tonight. We're sitting at a table. Because we have no fucking I'm furniture. I'm sitting in my office chair. <laughs> Will's robot arm is connected. You know, I'm going to take a picture and post it on the gram. Say something. Something. Not for the picture, you idiot. Fill air on the podcast that we're making. Oh, why? <laughs> no. It's called an uncomfortable silence. People learn to need to learn how to like sit with themselves. People learn to cut them out in logic. Okay, fine. That's what happens. Whatever. Yeah. That's why I was like, yeah, I'll leave the space. I don't need to fill air here. Mm-hmm, we have programs mm-hmm. and apps for this thing in this day and age. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have no furniture tonight at all. We have cleared our apartment out almost completely. Not true. The studio, I mean. Yes, we have. We're just missing one piece of furniture. Well, it was the main piece. It it tied the room together, as the dude says. It was literally disintegrating. Yeah. It was not even a piece of matter at, at that point. I know. I feel weird about doing this podcast, not only because of our Joe Rogan setup, but <laughs> because I usually sit on the couch. That's usually my primary post. And now here we are. And I miss it. I miss it already. Well. It was a sentimental object for me. I had that couch for probably 25 years. Okay. Yeah. It was threadbare. I know, but you're you're not an animist like this when it comes to objects. You kind of are. I am. You you mildly hoard, but yeah, you would understand then that I mean that's probably aside from like some childhood photographs and like small toys and stuff, that's probably the oldest possession well, or the one I've had most consistently through my life. Why don't you reupholster it? Because it's a it's also not a very good-looking thing. We're talking about like a mid-90s it looks like it would be in a Hasid's it, house, if I'm being honest. Like, that's the only place you would see that in New York. But if you, like, reupholstered it in a lovely canvas, it could be a pottery barn couch, except all the filling was, you know, slowly matting down. Well, and... yeah, I mean, I guess I could have got it remade, but I was just under the impression that you disapproved of it No, in general. No, I love a pottery Aesthetic barn couch. Way. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. all right. Well, maybe we should have pursued that. Too fucking late now. I mean, we can go downstairs and bring it back up. No, we cannot. It's been exposed to the elements. There's probably three rats in it right, right now. Right now, yeah, I actually did see a rat run out of uh, not our trash, but the one right next to it. So yeah, it's only a matter of time. It's being shat in as we speak. I think it already was shat in, to be perfectly honest. Remember when I saw that one rat run through the studio and I lost my mind? Oh yeah, you're and sure fa- that that was a rat? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, because sure it definitely shat on the top of the couch, and I went da fuck. Where? Remind me of this story. Can you retell it? Because I'm vague on what happened. Oh, I also have images of it, too. Um, I woke up one morning, went, I don't remember buying a hamster. There's no hamster in this apartment. And then I went, huh, this has got to be something else. And then I saw this giant furry thing just waltz behind the radiator. And I went, oh, you, you're the one who shat on my couch. Oh, man. And then I went, Cynthia, I have a rat. Oh, yeah. She's like, are you sure? And I showed a picture of, you know, small pellets and went, Hey, girl. She went, oh, yeah. Oh, man. So Cynthia confirmed it. Cynthia is our landlord. Yeah. She's come up before. And then she poisoned the rat. Uh, Yeah. I trust her to do that. Yeah. But wait a minute. You found the shit first or the rat first? The shit. And then the rat sauntered on over. And I went, oh, okay, you fat fuck. I mean, how do you think it got up here? Second floor rat? Is that a common? We have ivy. Oh, that's true. We did. We don't need more. Oh, it died? In the back? Yeah. Yeah. 
You think it came from the they, back? I think it also like they because they're German. They go on the roofs. Oh, true, true. Yeah, and they come down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was happy when the ivy finally died. It was actually I think this was the first summer we didn't really have it. We had a little oh, bit, and it mostly went away. But it was a um, freeway for ants. Oh yeah, and they would come in through my window. I thought I bleached it dead for you. I think that's what ended up happening, but it might have taken a while to kill it. And oh. I think they might have taken some action downstairs too, like I just think cut they would it cut at the it, source yeah. because yeah. yeah, it'll tear your building apart. It never should have been yeah. there in the first place. Well, I did find the hole that the rat came in when I was cleaning, getting rid of the uh, what you call it, the uh, business, papers. business papers. Yeah. yeah, and then I just saw this giant hole in the wall, and I went, "Oh shit, that's where it came in." And then I shoved the the parts back onto the wall as one does sorry uh, I, what what is the hole look like right now are you looking for a picture of it what <laughs> i'm asking you what the rat hole looks like like it literally looked like a small like kool-aid man kicked out the baseboard <laughs> it was just in it's the shape just of like a cartoon rat tail and truly all. like it's like a <laughs> tom and jerry style like whoop like bam mm-hmm. and then just a flat piece i was like oh okay cool um, hold on. What? Okay, business business paperwork. Ooh, Why, Ooh. How, how is it possible that you're handling business at this hour? Is this when everybody is? Uh... They're wrapping up the oh, thing okay. for the day, and then ooh, green beans with ginger and garlic. Who yeah. sent you that, Gwen? Uh huh. I said yes. I want that. Okay, great. Yeah, we're we're also obviously trying to figure out Thanksgiving. What day is it today? Today's Monday. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. It's always on a Thursday. How it many is? times do I have to tell you this? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just learned that this year. I think it's finally. Is it on Thursday in. this year? Yes, yes, it's always on a Thursday. No, you know it's hard to remember because Christmas is not always on the same day, right? Christmas can be on any. No, day. Jesus pops. You know, any any day of the year. Well, you know they say that his real birthday was more than likely in the spring. What? Yeah, that well, Jesus's birthday was not in December, based on like a. Uh, cosmological records like where the stars are and stuff you know because mm. they describe that in the bible oh, and people yeah, like yeah. triangulated it and we're like yeah no that was like april maybe he was born on 420 <sighs> <laughs> bring gifts of hitler and jesus bring gifts of uh frankincense myrrh and kush <laughs> yeah <laughs> jesus fuck gold man <laughs> are there any jesus dab memes I'm sure there are. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a question. What's what's that again? We've talked rule thirty four. That's the porn one. But if if you're having a conversation about it, the internet already did. Yeah, it. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there's there's plenty of like dabbing Jesus memes. Cause, oh yeah, because yeah. you can just take the robes and just Photoshop mirror them, and then he's dabbing. Right, right. Which why do I know what dabbing is? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Fucking youth culture. Have you seen any good memes lately? Since we're probably going to have a bad episode anyway, <laughs> we wow. might as well just cut right to it. I love the Toad singing memes. What is that? So you know Describe how, like in Toad, in Nintendo current Nintendo game, usually Toad is just an asexual like being with a hat, right? You think of Toad as asexual? Yeah, I always thought he was a child, a male child. Well, no, because in the original Nintendo one, he's a tall man. What? Because he's like, sorry, Mario, your princess is in another castle, and they're oh, the same height. Oh, yeah, true. But okay. he's got the big belly. He's, right. He's basically just a sumo wrestler with a mushroom hat. I guess I didn't realize that that was supposed to be Toad. Yeah. And I then, never put that together. And then in the second one, he's got that like genie vest and the diaper pants. Okay. What? He That's doesn't wear no. pants. <laughs> Great title. <laughs> diaper <Gene>. pants. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's this thing where he just sings. So now 
contemporarily he just does like screaming when he's like in mario kart right there's a lot of vocals but it's high pitched so they just someone is doing these things where he does chandelier but it's this shouting high pitch like (laughs) and you're like i kind of like this it's terrible the the mariah carey one all i want for christmas is fantastic so these are all out video memes no it's just an audio like youtube clip with a still of a i like it oh that's great that's pretty good it, it gives me joy. I listened to one three times. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> it's like, I'm sitting alone, getting drunk, and listening to toad shrieking memes. Man, yeah, that, that this is, is pretty sad. This is 30. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, time to just get high now. I'm passing out. Have you been seeing the um, the I'm going to tell my kids blank meme? Do you know where that came from? No. It, it's it gone by me so quickly that I don't know the origin of it. I have no idea. But then the art world people... Well, the, the I saw Jerry it on Gago- Jerry Gagosian yeah. first, but I know that that's not where it came that's from. That's not where it came from. Yeah. No, no. The original content? Are you kidding me? No. Um, well, to be fair, Jerry Gagosian's content's always original. I mean, she um, co-ops like other meme formats, but she doesn't repost. It's Sandra Lee semi-homemade. Like, half of it's coming from a can. Yeah, but a lot of it's not either. I mean, I've talked a lot of shit about Jared Gagosian on here, but I got to stick up for her on that level. Like, mm. I feel like, you know, yeah, it's pretty original. Even some of the screen captures from reality shows and stuff, those are not always like previous memes. She kind of invents them. Mm. I also don't pay attention that much anymore. I don't know. Yeah. I do like the narrative of Zoe and Chloe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because the Olsen twins do look like gallerinas from uh, the 90s. You may have seen it, but I saw a funny meme today that was a graph of at the top. It said, should be considered an artist to the left. Yes. To the right. No. And under the yes category were several people. But one of them was Jared Gagosian. And on the no category, it was Alex Israel. <gasps> oh, scandaloso. <laughs> wow. Did you see the Alex Israel without his sunglasses on meme? That is one of the most what is it the still glorious from the and Fred Tromel where he's got the hat and he, the sunglasses? He, uh, no, no, it's a. Uh, I forget where I originally saw it. Maybe Brain in the Front Seat, but it's it's like uh, oh, don't worry, Alex Israel with his sunglasses off won't hurt you. And then it's a picture of him with his sunglasses off, but he doesn't have eyes. It's just like flesh. Oh jeez. <laughs> I stopped following that one. The Brain in the Front. I don't know. Uh, it was you, like it was, how long ago? months ago you should re-pick it up because it's under new management and it's pretty, oh because it was pretty good. very annoying for a very long time and i was not having it and it was too much and all the time and i was like <sighs> me no likey no i know i didn't even realize that i was still following it because it stopped posting mm. for a pretty long time maybe six weeks or something but oh. it came back and it's different people it's supposedly that's what they say but i don't know mm. someone's got their meds straightened out at this point mm-hmm mm fine yeah sorry guys we're really tired today we did a lot of work i did a lot of work yesterday too so you did too i actually worked well yeah went to target at 8 30 p.m on a sunday like put on my battle gear for the fucking thunderdome mm-hmm. from hell yeah that's true you really did take one for the team on that level people are i forget every year this happens every year i forget that during holiday time normal sane rational people are insane Stupid, like you get dumber, 
like i was fully talking to myself trying to remember oh shit do we need this and oh wait oh i don't want to pay five dollars for a serving spoon the fuck do i want to pay six no what and then i was like well shut up you're talking to yourself <laughs> oh yeah and, and i'm like okay so that's my level of crazy but yeah. then there are people who fly off the handle start like screaming at people like like forgot their cart and then were like mad at the people who were like is this your cart yes i was like oh Pitch. Well, and okay. you went you went to the Target in Atlantic Terminal. Yes, that's a particularly brutal one too, because you're really you're really crossing a lot of different like demographics and communities at that point. Well, the other there's one no sucks. like solidarity at that Target. That no. truly is Thunderdome. Like today we went to Food Bazaar, but like you know we're there as poor people with all the poor people, and everybody's you know it's crazy, but everybody's kind of getting along. But at a Target where like you know a you woman who slope, has three yeah. servants has to like fend for herself trying to buy a new toaster oven at thanksgiving it's going to be hellacious a bad scene yeah it was very it was a weird microcosm like there were a lot of like brooklyn hipsters who had never hosted thanksgiving before clearly because they were like where's the vacuum cleaners that's upstairs right i'm like they're like talking to each other i'm like you don't own a fucking vacuum trash people <laughs> yeah. like with your short water pants and uh yeah well that can go one of two ways right like the cleaning service was too busy to come again this week Could, I, I would venture that that's more often the case than not uh, these days trustafarian style yeah or if you uh identified them as being you know early 20s or below like they, late, probably they were like don't. late 20s then they have a cleaning service really otherwise i just don't know what's going on anymore i don't know i just be in a position where you're like i don't have a vacuum and you can grow a beard Something has gone wrong in your life. Well, you're spending all your money on beard oil, and That's there's none left over. $13. You know. I don't know. Blundstones are $250. I thought Blundstones were shoes. They are. Yeah. What does that have to do with beards? I mean, you wear the beard, you have the flannel, you wear your dickies, and then the $250 oh, Blundstones. It's part of the starter pack, yeah. 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 Well, they spend all their money on that. And the Acne Beanie is $65. Mm-hmm. So... Heads up. And mommy and daddy didn't want to fly them out to Seattle this year. Oh. So now they're stuck in a position where they have to host. There were a lot of people on on the Instagrams who were doing Friendsgiving this past weekend. And I went, what? Yeah, a lot of people do that. Uh, I was invited to one on Saturday. So were you. Oh, yeah, yeah, Claire's, yeah, yeah. But, but um, couldn't go. But yeah, I think a lot of people do Friendsgiving the weekend before or the week of because people have time off work, but you're not traveling. But no yet. one's actually working the three days before. Why not just do it during? I mean, I don't know. No, people it's are weekend, actually working. Yeah. I mean, I'm only off because I have comp days. Otherwise, I'd be at work. Oh, um, I just thought everything. Well, no one actually works at work on these three oh, work that's days. That's definitely true. Yeah, unless you are one of my people, in which case we go. Please, please let it stop for one day. Oh, yeah. Let us have one day. What's the word on the street about Black Friday? Not necessarily where you work, but... It's been been happening for two weeks already. Oh, okay. They don't even do a day anymore. No, people... Why? Are they concerned that people are getting trampled and stuff? They want to avoid that chaos? No, it's because Thanksgiving was a week earlier last year. There weren't four full weeks of november before you get to eat oh that's true yeah so, is that typical though thanksgiving no, usually it's is... usually like third thursday uh-huh which might actually be the case but we started november let me look at that i don't actually remember hold please i believe like november 1st and 2nd were a friday saturday yes or something yeah, like so, that but even still we already did the third thursday on the 21st 
So we're on the fourth. Oh, weird. No, so, I think we. I think this is only the third Thursday. No. Like I said, oh. fourth. Oh, okay. Well, why would who they, fucked up the calendar this year? Who makes that call? I mean, I don't know. Thanksgiving's a federal holiday, right? Yeah. So I it's mean, Trump's fault. We got him now. <laughs> Add it to the impeachment. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like that's a, a DHS thing. Department of Homeland. No, not Homeland Security. Uh, an interiors problem. Like, oh, we've set oh, the federal yeah. bank schedule. Oh no, Is it's it? the Fed. Oh. Oh, it's the banks. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's a financial thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. They're just trying to stave off the coming recession by another week. I yeah, guess. so you compress the uh, the shopping season into three weeks, so it looks like a robust economy. Ah, that's true. Oh, good. You cracked the code there. I mean, yet another neoliberal conspiracy. I mean, I I, I, I did work in finance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was... that's hilarious when you apply for future jobs you should not list sweaty salesmen which is the truth and say you worked in finance <laughs> that's well no that's what they would tell us to say like you work in finance i'm like no i don't no they told you to say yeah that? i was oh, like God. bullshit you fucks i mean we can we can name that place right yeah new york life fuck yeah yeah we worked at new york life for a while and man like the more and more details you like let leak out about that job and just watching your experience with it it was a legit pyramid scheme like there was nothing more to it than that there's only one thing that's like good there's no there's like two things like if you have kids should you insure yourself yeah well i don't think that insurance per se is bad or anything you know, i'm just speaking of like the way that they manage the, their business the, and like is, how they deal yeah. with salespeople and stuff i was shocked oh i allegedly owe them four hundred dollars oh when did this come across your file in september i started getting calls four hundred dollars for what i don't know well it could they were like your ledger was negative and i was like yeah it was negative eighty dollars but i figured you guys wouldn't give a fuck oh no do they like do student student loan style it's like Oh, it's in nine interest or some shit. I don't know. It like they were like, we're a collection agency on behalf of New York Life. I'm like, excuse. Wow. God damn. Um, I didn't pay. Well, for the for the listener, just for clarity's sake, like this is partly because they made you pay for your own cubicle and phone and phone, you know, so just to get the job, you already go into debt with them. Mm -hmm. And then when you left, you only owed 80 bucks. And I went, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I, I, I remember vaguely guys. giving you advice saying, like, oh, don't worry about it because they'll never come after you. The expense of coming after you is more than $80. But but even if you quit, if someone doesn't pay their, you know, premiums, you get your ledger still is live even if you don't work because you already got paid on it. So they dock you. But I never got a bill. So I was like, no. Oh, Jesus Show Christ. me the bill. Oh, man. Yeah, speaking of outstanding debts, I still haven't opened that letter I got from Alamo, <laughs> the one that you dropped on me the other day. Yeah, you didn't open? No, I didn't open it because I don't want to find out. That was a out. fat folded letter. I don't know. Yeah, well, because what happened is we're talking about my car accident I got into in L.A. I mentioned it here briefly. But... I would say, I wouldn't call it your car accident. You can say you were rear-ended. Yeah, okay. I was rear-ended on the 10 in L.A., and it wasn't my fault, but... uh for complicated reasons i didn't have Some insurance dumbass didn't take the insurance at the fucking well hang hang on man well fine you want me to explain myself i will i didn't have the insurance because credit card companies generally cover this type of thing and my credit card i knew for sure did cover it now when i made the car reservation it was august i triple checked and made sure that they still offered mm, this mm-hmm, car insurance mm-hmm, service mm-hmm. which they did at the time now cut to <laughs> We're on the 10, some dumbass claiming to 
have a bug on her, a quote bug, when really she was just looking she was at on her, her phone, phone, hits me. Merging and, into a lane. Yes. And I call my credit card company and I'm like, hey, listen, got into an accident. What's next? And they're like, oh, yeah, we canceled that on September 22nd. This was October 22nd. So again, like literally a full month. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I made my reservation around August 22nd. They canceled it a month later and then I get into an accident a month later. Now I'm like, "Uh, you never notified me. And they're like, sure, we did. We sent you an email. And I was like, well, you guys send me five to ten emails a day. I feel like technically you're not supposed to do that over email because it's a change to your terms and conditions. Well, the, you know, the other thing is they might have sent me a letter, but they also send me junk mail all the time that I don't oh. open or look at. So anyway, so that's the situation. That's why I didn't get the insurance. But I always get it's like $20. No, dude, like I had that car for five days. It's $40 a day. Oh, a day? Yeah. I thought it's just in total. No, it's per day. Oh, no, it's total. So I didn't oh, want well, I didn't well. want my car reservation to cost like $600 instead of $300. How so much did it end up costing after you uh, swiped well, the second car? <laughs> now I'm in the hole for at least $1,200. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So that's why I didn't open the letter yet, because Alamo sent me a previous letter that was like, hey, we need your insurance information. And I and you're like, don't have any. Yeah. I don't have my own personal car insurance either. Uh, so I attempted to just simply send them the insurance I collected from the lady that hit me. Huh. And now getting this second letter mm. makes me feel like that was not Little acceptable. nervosa. <laughs> and I'm just afraid. Because Call I, Ron and have him get you like a month of insurance. Uh, I don't think that's going to work at this point. I mean, I have to have the insurance while I have the accident. They're not going to cover you post facto. They don't have a sweaty, sweaty salesman insurance. Ron doesn't have a sweaty salesman. No, I can. You're also Italian. You can't find someone to fix some papers. I mean, ultimately, what's going to happen is I'm eventually going to open that letter and I'm going to call Ron and be like, "Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, pay I, the people." I need two thousand dollars because. Hmm. What were you saying about those people at Target? Yeah, no, yeah. No, I know. I don't. I don't typically ask my parents for money like that, but I feel like I am going to end up in that situation. My credit card is maxed right now as a result mm. of having to re-rent that car. Oh yeah. And take the hit on the deductible, so. I'm really in the hole. In fact, uh, listeners, if anybody wants to Venmo me any oh. amount of money, I'll take it. Mm. Uh, and I will tacitly promise to spend it on this car problem. But It'll buy jewel pods. What are you... Well, yeah. I mean, I need jewel pods, too. <sighs> That's why you get, you always take the little extra checkbox, whatever the cheapest one is. Just I know. For... I, well, th- th- I learned my lesson. You learned this backing a U-Haul up into... A fire hydrant at Julie's house. Well, Lee learned that lesson. You didn't learn from watching? Uh, you know. I don't know. What <sighs> I learned is, d- yeah, don't let teenagers drive a U-Haul for you. That's a really stupid idea. You're 20. I don't know. People shouldn't be able to drive until they're 25. What? Yeah, that's what I think. What about... what? About, no. What? No. What? How, how do you have, like, teenage moments? Like, how do you, like sneak cigarettes while driving in it wow you just <laughs> wow you just uh hmm, bukkakeed yourself with seltzer mm-hmm. um yeah how do you like that's a very formative thing driving around like sneaking a cigarette like yeah i know feeling sad well listen i'm saying that now from the perspective of someone that's 31 uh, of course okay boomer the yeah exactly i mean this is how it works man of course children now shouldn't be able to drive until they're 25 but I got to, so fuck them. <laughs> um, okay, well, that's a 
that's a thought um no i don't know i'm kidding but like i do notice that tendency in myself as i get older that i'm like um a lot more willing to be draconian as far as what i think young people should be able to do but i also think young people are getting stupider oh 110 percent i was having this conversation about young people's learning styles because, like, you know, we we taught back in the day. But even those people are generation, like, they're not young anymore. Yeah, those would have been Gen Z people that we were yeah. teaching, yeah. But, like, you know, we have a generation now who are afraid of, if they're, like, 19, 20, that are afraid to, like, take risks or, like, think for themselves. So all they do is ask questions that they should be able to, like, problem solve A, B, context clues. But I feel like context clues are no longer a thing. Yeah. You, you mean, like... It, it, pedagogically like they don't teach you to critically think really well not even that like that's even a a step too far but like you just go what's you what do you infer i remember this was like a like this is like maybe fifth grade where they're like what are inferences what is context what from context what can you assume that little jimmy did when he found the apples and then had an extra you know whatever yeah had a stomach ache you're like well jimmy ate too many apples Or he's allergic to apples, or he ate the seed because he wants to die. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you could make a lot of false assumptions. We, yeah, we could also make false assumptions, <laughs> but like you know, we can also assume he, you know, he found five. There's three left. Maybe he gave one to. I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they changed the uh, way of teaching kids, or like I don't know, the learning strategies for exactly this reason. Because I feel like. Being able to make inferences made me pretty good at school because I didn't have to pay attention to what I was being mm, taught. Mm-hmm. I could just sort of like nap. see the pattern and then figure it out. Yeah, and then figure it out from there. Um, that didn't work in every field, but it worked most of the time. But it helps with like languages, language arts, and like English literature. Like you can just like infer all the things and get the moodiness and yeah, yeah, figure things out. And especially in art land, we just like our and just like oh we can kind of figure out this because you're just piecing together like conjecture right right one of my earliest um memories in general but along these lines was in first grade i remember uh being very impressive because i could do big words but it's because i realized what compound can words you just were... re- repeat that sentence really quickly <laughs> I, I actually don't i can I do I, big words i can do big words okay i can do some big words now ontology big word short word of of effervescent big word not really inquisitive big word what um deterritorialization big word stupid word yeah anyway not really but you know (laughs) should we just list big words what what are some big words you can think of uh what's that one the romans bildung roman romans what's i don't think you can use german words man it's a big word. There's a shitload of consonants in there. Mm-hmm. Bildungsroman. Thank you. Okay, uh-huh. just Schadenfreude. I love my favorite word. That's your favorite word? I think so. Why do you have a favorite word? As you don't have adult? a favorite word? No, of course not. I'm not a child, man. That's what we're talking about here. Come what on. was the, What was the... There's a P word that I like, too. Oh, fuck. Well, anyway, <laughs> speaking of I can do's big words, <laughs> uh, my, my story from first grade was that I, I remember the teacher's and other students, I guess, like thinking it was sort of impressive that I could read long words, but it's because I realized what compound words were before I had a name for that. Could you read in kindergarten before all the other yeah, dum-dums? Yeah. Okay. I could read before I went to school. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, but what my mom told me once was that 
really that was just memorizing books. Like that's how I learned to read. It wasn't that mm. I could read the words at first. Like I, again, this is a systemic problem for me. Like I never learned the core principle, you know, I wasn't sounding things out. I didn't, um, I don't know. I didn't struggle through reading. I just memorized where the wild things are. And then oh. eventually you make the connection between the letter forms and the words that you memorized. Yeah. And you know, that led me into reading, but I didn't You're leaning on the table and it's shaking. It's okay. It's not picking up. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, but like I didn't, I didn't learn to read by like learning grammar. Oh, I, I still, still don't, don't even know parts of speech I, and no. stuff like that. No, I just learned to read by memorization and then eventually. You just go by what sounds right, right? When like, you're writing, I'm terrible at grammar. Like if I have to do anything, I'm like, these tenses are fucked. I don't, I don't know. It sounded good at the time, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have such a problem with tenses really I slip that, like out. that that's pretty it's pretty clear to me um i don't know past present and future tense is really all i have to worry about i know there's like past participle and all these like other but when you're just typing quickly is was was is was that you know no i don't know you know what's helped me with that lately is like it, when you just read more that stuff becomes really clear it's really easy to identify also taking your time which i'm <laughs> yeah well, and, you know, I don't know. I, I don't really write myself, but when I try to or when I have, like, and l really looked into, like, proper writing formatting and technique and stuff, it's all subjective. Yeah. There's really, there's really not that Changes many... Changes all the time, too. Yeah, I mean. there's not that many steadfast rules. Like, for example, I was looking up, like, N dashes recently. N dash or there's M? There's N and M dash. M dash the is, is an N dash? The N dash is the shorter one. M dash is the longer one. Yeah, the M dash. My favorite thing. Well, you... Well, yeah. My favorite glyph. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're great. And I was wondering, like, when is it proper to actually use this? Because I feel the impulse to use that when I want a pause that isn't a period or a comma. M dash. But is slightly longer. Yeah. And it turns out... M dash out, is like a semicolon. Uh, no, not really. Mm, it's like... It, or... A, Mm, actual it's colon. not because it's like so, it's more like two distinct parts you're not like separating you're not separating two parts of the same sentence you're sort of doing like a compound sentence yeah the n dash does the like right actually yeah i actually feel like that's a good way to describe it welcome to the ignorant grammar corner <laughs> i know i know that all of this is wrong i but, don't know that no that's why you do the n dashes like it's also a, par a parenthesis can't like you know stylistically well, that that's why i that's why i had the impulse to use it was you don't want to always do a sentence followed by another like fragment or sentence in parens because that just looks clunky and it also signifies something else like a different sort of voice you like look you're scatterbrained going, well you're going omniscient when you put something into parens yeah. like here's the author speaking you know that part yeah the i guess yeah. And you don't always want to do that but within the text you do want to like have a distinction and n dash is good for that but. i used to love parentheses i love yeah, yeah. i love titles with parentheses it, i was like ooh, but it's num, 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 it's num. pretentious titles with parens are really bad i used to do untitled and then a title in parens all the time that's a dick move yeah that's Ugh. the worst Ugh. call it what it is i mean yeah that's where i've kind of landed on titling artworks lately is like if you tick check greatest title i've ever well, seen for a whole painting <laughs> wait whose title is that rory's oh nice. that's that ball yeah. that's that yeah i i giggled he's like he's like you, you like that picture i'm like that's fucking hilarious also 
is what it is. Right. The the titles the titles of paintings especially, but all artworks should just be what the painting is about or of. Those are really the only two options. If the title is something you're inventing after the fact, your painting sucks and your title sucks, guaranteed. It can also be about the mood that you were in. I don't think I so. Think not a, a not if the move, painting but... doesn't convey that mood. Yeah. I think I think getting a little more atmosphere. You have to be a little cocky if you're like, yeah, it's definitely that. Fuck yeah. Well, it has to transmit that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like the the, the title of a thing should be A, it should be unnecessary. You shouldn't have to know it to appreciate the work. And B, if you do find it, it should be uh supplemental and descriptive in some way that doesn't mean it can't be emotional or atmospheric but like it better actually work the problem that i see is just like the worst painters on instagram just post like yet another pathetic abstraction that they made and it's titled like um i'm trying to think of it it's always alliterative it's like um black buffalo what but it's like a red painting huh you know what i mean people that come up with clever titles oh like if Alan was a lesser artist, everybody apes his style, where he comes up with a, like a nice short poetic title. But it also is kind of what they and are. And it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But like you know, like the one that comes to mind is Garlic Chorus. And then you're like, "Oh, that's actually is what that painting is." Yeah. Um but there's a lot of people that will just come up with two cutesy words and put them back to back. Oh, but it's like a weird like to anything. Oh. Mm. You know what I mean. Hang on. Full Samara. I'm going to find some examples of this. No, I, I mean, like... I can think of what, it, like, uh, you know, you see those things that are, are, people are really good who went through, like, a professional practices class who have, like, 20 hashtags, and then they have, like, hashtag oil painter, hashtag contemporary artist, and you're like, okay, yeah, you're alive. You're it, w- This is superfluous information. We know. We have eyes. You are not dead. Uh, this. Um, okay, this is the this is one of the worst ones I've ever seen. Uh, the title of the painting is Inside and Outside. Let me see the painting. Oh, oh, that one. Okay. Well, there is a rectangle, so there there are contained shapes. Um, I, um, it's the same thing with really bad show titles, like curators that can't get their head around. Like, I love bad show titles, though. But it's always blank and blank. Yeah, because you can never have reverse and inverse. Why not just call it verse and have it be funny? No, I don't know. Or just call it, or just call it nothing. I don't know. There's no such thing as a good title for a group show. Okay, wait, wait. wait. I I do have a topic, a subject. Yeah, I got distracted. I saw a bikini picture in the middle of looking for paintings. So, anyway, <sighs> you have a subject. You said. I do. Um, there's a show at the Whitney called right now called Craft in Art. And I go, Hummer. Yes, art art is a kind of that. That's a thing. Yeah. Are you sure they didn't want to title the show "False Dichotomy"? Well, I mean, that's the title of the biennial next year or whatever. Um, no, I just was like, this seems like it. Just seems like a dig at everyone who's in the show because there's like a Ruth Asawa situation where it's like, you know, it's like craft, but it's like art, and it's like you trying to make the show but you're still kind of ghettoizing people who are like handy and then there's some people who have no business being on the thing but it's just like they're technical it's crafty and i'm like i fucking hate it who did this why do we need this now what about the world says we need this other than people like goopy ceramic shit like i don't understand yeah that's my i just wanted to rant because i think it's dumb did you actually see the show oh fuck no No. it's not open yet or it's just opening 
but like the I was looking at the list and I was like, this is all just stuff that's very technical. Why yeah, not? Why not go a little highbrow and be like techne, like the Greek term, and just be like, it's just a thing. Like people care about how things are done and like get into the cerebral headspace instead of going craft and art. Right. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's that's why I was joking about false dichotomy. Like it's a useless useless distinction in the first place. I mean, any yeah. art, even even slacker shit, is even like, the driest conceptual art, like an early John Baldessari that's just photographs or something. Like all of that requires a level of craft. It's and just photographic like, skill and knowing sure, how to do. Even all, yeah. if you're farming it out to a printer or whatever, but yeah. it just it doesn't highlight that aspect of it. But it's sort of useless to I don't know. Yeah, like you said, ghettoize people. Why make that distinction in the first place? No. And secondly, dumb. like the the reason I think that they wouldn't get into you know, your title, techne, and really draw out the difference between technique and craft, which are, are two different things, and probably what they meant to talk about. It seems like it, because... Uh, is because that sounds like a Met show. Uh, why? Uh, because it's a, it's a little more... It seems... It's rec- a little nerdier. Like, it's art history nerd stuff, and the Whitney doesn't want to appear that way. Oh, yeah, the Whitney's too cool. They're downtown. Meatpacking. No nerds here. Gym daddies and Instagram models only. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Um, and Asian influencers taking photos on the balcony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the kind of audience. That's just actually all of New York at this point. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, like, I mean, there's a difference between technique and craft. Like, I think craft signifies utility in my mind, which the only useful time to make that distinction would be when you're like collapsing like design objects with art objects. Yeah, there were no, it's not like a Scott Burton is in that show right, when you're right. like, uh, um, but yeah, what they really mean is technique and just giving a shit about how you make something. Keep talking. I'm going to pull up the list because it made me, it, I, there's some head scratchers. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think through right now. Like wh- what is really the difference? You, you know, what is technique as, as a subject? Oh, it's called making knowing craft and art. Oh, that's a terrible, but I title. just saw craft and art. Like they didn't show like, I don't know, whatever. Art. Well, the making knowing part might as well not be there because that doesn't mean anything. There's, yeah, there's also some people in here that I'm like, oh boy. Um, but like, you know, a lot of yarn, like your Sheila Hicks, where it's just like, ladies work, and you're like, fuck you. Like, why is that crafty? Like, that's still color field in a way. Well, and just, why do the curators or whoever's putting that show together, like... Jackie ins- Windsor? Insist on on... You're devaluing that kind of work by yeah. continuing to put it in that category. Sterling Ruby... Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Oh, because he sewed those vampire teeth. Well, and he does ceramic work. I bet it's his ceramic work. Those stupid ashtrays. Yeah, but like, as far as again, technique, it's not really craft. Kind of, or it's sort of crafty. But like those big, those big ceramic ashtrays are probably really hard to make. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but they're really unimpressive. It takes twenty ultimately. assistants to like get that fucker in a kiln. Right. Um, but I was it intrigued because it's there's a Chrissa in it. They don't trot her out that often. No, I was yeah. like, "Ooh, how many of those you got in storage?" As a, as a, as a hot moment, I'm gonna bring out a Martha Diamond next. Like, good lord, is Chris a French? I don't know. I forget where that artist is from. I only mention that. Be- oh no, she's Greek. Greek, interesting. Mm-hmm. I only mention that because her work is so Asian. That was later work. Oh, that's... where she did the like glyphs. And that's stuff the like stuff that, I'm yeah. more familiar with. But that's the, that catalog. Yeah, but the the Chrissa like neons that are the, the classic metal ones. Things. Oh, the, like, classic Krissa that, you know, was the only one you could find on early internet time was just, like, these weird, like, 
almost like Taco Bell light forms, and it's only like this big, which is like what fourteen, like eighteen by eighteen yeah. or something. It's like a weird little like yellow and red, and it's just like lumpy bumps and like shapes, and it was a freestanding neon, right? right. Which is weird. Yes, for nineteen sixty. Sure. Oh, mid, mid 60, mid to late 60s or early 70s. Well, it's inter- interesting to trot her out now because like a Chinatown sign shop kind of makes exactly the same thing. Oh, yeah. In the window. Most yes. of the time. And better. And I but... wonder if that's the angle that they were going. No. Or I what? Know. I don't know. But why wouldn't they bring out like a. I don't know. Yeah. I think they were probably like, oh, let's get some technical stuff because it can't just be yarn and ceramics. Hmm. <laughs> Well, it sounds weird and confused. Like, they're also confusing production with technique Mm -hmm. and with craft. Like, I feel like those are all three different things. I'd be interested in talking out with you, like, how you see the differences. Because I feel like they're calling things craft when really you're just putting it in the hands of... Well, you are putting it in the hands of craftspeople, Mm -hmm. but you're just putting it in um, someone else's sandbox and expecting them to operate at a high technical level. Liza Liu, remember her? No. Oh, there she does like stacky boxy things like out of very. Hold on, let's see the picture. Um, because there was one at the, oh kitchen. Oh shit, dog. Beads, shit loads of beads. So she did this thing where it was like a string. It was a giant uh cylinder of beads at the CMA, like when they first reopened, and some little kid just went up and just like plowed into it and destroyed it because well, it was like a. a it was rope like rope coils, but it was all like hand glass beaded, beautiful little teeny tiny things. And yeah. So for the listener, like what I'm looking at right now, I'm assuming this is a relief, right? It's or is it like a whole installation? Yeah. So it, it's an installation of a kitchen, but it's all made out of beads, plaster, wood. Um, it has a sort of almost Van Gogh vibe where everything's like a little bit wavy. It's very and pain- well, yeah, it's strings of beads. All the surfaces are really textured and patterned. Yeah. All made of beads, yeah. Uh, when was she prominent? I don't remember that work at all. 80s, 90s. Okay. I got, this was like a narrative one, and then it got very, like, clean and sure. faster. I feel like that's Art 21 fodder. Um, like, something you would show undergrads to get them to be really ambitious on their final project. And then they do a shitty, like, they, string of, like, friendship beads, and you're yeah, like, yeah. fuck you. Um, uh, she's, like, very much that, like, uh, what's that one gallery that's on Christie? Something, something. Not a Morgan Lame. Is it Morgan Lame? No. Morgan. I don't know. There used to be a Morgan Lame in there. On Christie? That one with the big giant door? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Some, some of these. Some it's of really them. not important. What's your point? She's in that, like, roster of, like, crafty people who do, like, because that's a Teresita Fernandez, like, that kind of shit where it's like, Oh, a lot of a lot of assistants were used to make this. Um, you know, it's on brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my point. Sorry. Yeah, I don't I, making knowing fuck off. Terrible title. Yeah, but I, that was my that was my subject. <laughs> that that was my subject that I brought to the table. Um, literally a table. I want to talk about the table more now. No, because <laughs> you're you doing dr- the you're doing the same thing last episode where like we build up and we talk about a thing. Yeah, you're not giving me anything. You're not, you're not. Re- I need some I'm, responses. Yeah, I'm tired too. But uh, but yeah, no, we can't revert to the first five minutes of the episode oh, where we talked about the table. But we can talk about the Popeyes chicken sandwich. 
Okay, sure. We can talk about <laughs> Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, you said it was better than Chick-fil-A. It is. I mean, I feel like you're holding back a little bit. I said it was fine. You said it was better. It is better than Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. It's not homophobic, so it automatically tastes a little bit better. I have no guilt when I eat it. Oh, okay. Um, is it racist, though? Did you see that New York Times article that was like, Popeye's chicken sandwich makes a splash with the black community? I told you that. I showed yeah. you that article. Yeah. I That was... No, that just made the New York Times look racist because they're like, wow, it seems that in African-American communities, Popeye's really is prevalent. I'm like, yeah, because that's on purpose because people <laughs> are like, it's a corporation who's like, well, if we do things spicy and it's fried chicken and they're like, it's the most racist shit in the world. Like, duh. Um, it's a stereotype. Let's prey on it. Um, but like, you know, sometimes you want a Popeye's when you get off the train and it's right there. And Yeah, yeah. Well, and now the sandwich is back. I mean, it, you know, the reason that we're getting to this like six weeks after it was a thing is because it was out the entire time. The reason I pounced on it tonight was because they explicitly advertised it's back. And I was like, oh, great. I've been waiting for this. I've been looking for this. I as feel like that one every day. doesn't have a wait. What? You check on it? Yeah, because they had a post. <laughs> they had a poster in their front window that was like, we'll be back soon. Oh, because I tried to try it the first week and it sold out in like 24 hours. Which is and then they weird, haven't yeah. had it for weeks and weeks. Yeah, and now they were advertising that it, yeah, that it came back. So that sign has been in the window for like a week and a half. I don't know, man. I've been busy. I got bigger problems than the fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich, but it was good. <laughs> it was fine. I mean, you know, it's got a little. It was exciting. It's not brined in pickle juice, which is is that what Chick Fil A does? Yeah, they brine their chicken in pickle juice. Uh-huh. That's the oh, only thing wow. you got to do, and then you fry that fucker. Mm-hmm. I feel like why would you brine something if you're going to fry it? You're just eliminating all the benefit of having done that. No, it's then that flavor essence is still in the bird. Mm, Okay, well. I almost told you to brine the turkey in pickle juice. You think that would be good? I don't know. I don't... mm. The kind of brine I'm doing on our Thanksgiving turkey is a dry brine. Mm. The wet brine is a totally different thing. That's a lot of work. I don't... Well, it's a giant pot. It's a little messier. And I don't think that you're supposed to brine that for as long. No, it's a a day brine. Raw chicken in any liquid is bad, bad news. Why? I don't know. I think that I think that the liquid makes bacteria. No, because you can brine chicken and buttermilk. That's what Thomas Keller does. Well, okay. I don't know all the details, but then you might have to seal it up or something. You know what I mean? I think I I feel like it's got to be a little bit more controlled of a process. You can't just leave it. Leave it overnight. Open. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, you know, I could have done that. I could have tried. I'm I'm a little afraid that we don't have enough turkey. To be honest with you, we got a six point six pounder for six people, but there's a lot of bone in there, and I'm worried that that's accounting for a lot of the weight. And when it cooks down, it's going to be really little. Listen, non controversial opinion: Thanksgiving is not about the bird; it's about all the other stuff, which there will be seven hundred of. Oh, yeah. I mean, I agree with that 100%. I've never been in Thanksgiving for the turkey. I don't know anybody that is. It's good on a sandwich the next day. That's all I'm there for. Oh, man. You know what I was told about that is a genius idea? Get a waffle maker. Oh, you put the stuffing in the waffle maker, duh. You take all of your Thanksgiving leftovers and you put them together in a mixing bowl and then you dump that in the waffle maker and you just straight up press it with waffle batter. You don't even need waffle batter. It makes a mush anyway, and then it fries. Yeah, I guess you don't, but that little uh, airy waffle crispiness in there would be delicious. I think that's an amazing idea. That's a lot. I mean, I'm a fat ass, but damn. 
I don't know. I don't know, man. Make a couple of those patties and like slather the leftover cranberry sauce on there. See, I just would dunk it in gravy. Now you're cooking with gas. You know what I mean? My request was on the list was enough gravy to drown me. And I was not joking. I want a vat. Yeah, it's weird that you're a gravy stan. I love gravy. I don't really give a shit about gravy. It's the Eastern European portion of me that's like, we have gravy. Like, you know, a chicken paprikash is really not there for, like, the bird. You're like, ooh, that sweet, sweet paprika sauce on the side. Yeah, Yeah, let me sop that up. Goulash is just, like, gravy. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Eastern European people just love, like, versions of porridge, kind of. We just want a meat sauce to dunk bread in. Right, right. We want the fat. We want the taste. We don't want to necessarily eat the meat. We will, but, uh, you know, give me some fucking bread and fuck me up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping that the leftovers from our Thanksgiving come from Ben and not from us. Those are the ones I'm really looking for. <laughs> oh, they will. Yeah. There will be so much. Mm-hmm. So, so much. Um, I'm going to get... What? A couple more drinks for us, and I feel like we should do an extra few minutes on this episode because yeah, that's fine. It hasn't been. Very I was going to share a heartwarming um, memory about gravy. Okay, believe it or not. Well, you can you can monologue that memory for thirty seconds. No, I need res- I need responses. It's okay. Fine. Do we want to take a pause? We can just take a full pause and then come back. I don't think we should take a full pause. Full pauses never <sighs> work out. I think you should just sit here for. Oh, can one you also second. turn off the coffee maker because I hear it like crackleacking? No, no, no. It's off. I already did. No, it's not. It, it's off, yeah. No, no. It's definitely not. Jesus. Anyway. That's the sound I hear. Listener, do you get tired sometimes? Do you sometimes have a 32-year-old child in your passenger side seat? Give them Chick-fil-A and Jewel Pods. They shut the fuck up immediately and it comes in a convenient package for only twenty four ninety nine. Call now. Um, we're waiting. We're waiting to take your calls and fulfill your order for chicken sandwiches and jewel pods. Um, We will use your uh, seamless account and uh, buy both and deliver them to you, to your 32-year-old man-child. So he stops complaining about sitting in a car with a 2x4. Now back to the show. Okay, first of all, it was Popeye's. It wasn't Chick-fil-A. I said chicken sandwich. Did I say Chick-fil-A? You said Chick-fil-A. Whatever. It was Popeye's, and I got it out of kindness to you because you refused to drive me to the Jewel Pod spot, and you made me walk there. And I could have walked right by the Popeye's and not gotten it for you, but I did it because I'm a good friend, and I'm nice. And I give you shit about your car because you don't fix it. How long were you complaining in the car? I was complaining the entire time. <laughs> Because, you know, yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to help you. This is what you don't understand. I'm trying to help you. You need to fix your car and make it from a go-kart into a proper car again. I think she's too far gone for that. But anyway. Anyway, um, also the coffee maker was indeed off. What was the crackling sound? I don't know. Don't worry about it, man. I don't like... I can handle strange sounds in my car. I can't handle strange sounds in my home. Don't go there. Will's car has a vicious rattle. (laughs) Also, the motor is humming all the time. There's exhaust that's just being pumped into the car. Yes, there is. We learn something new every day. I think that's why you know. I think that's why you're getting progressively stupider as you age. Is you've been slowly carbon monoxide poisoning yourself in your car. I don't drive that much anymore. And you smoke so many cigarettes and jewel pods that you don't even notice it. 
This tracks. You um, drive your car all the time. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Where? To work yesterday. I had to pick up the chairs. That was just a convenient excuse for you to I drive. didn't drive on Saturday, which I would have. Yeah. Well, anyway. I'm trying to, you know, be better about it because, you know, as Corolla fades in, into the twilight, um, I'm accepting a, a certain kind of life potentially without her. Uh, when I was in college, my girlfriend at the time had a pet rat and I was very against this pet rat from the get go mm-hmm. uh, because we were stoners and I knew, you know, girl, you're not going to take care of this rat. You shouldn't get this rat. It's very bad to have a living thing that you're not going to care about after the first day. Mm. And were you right? I think you were right. I was absolutely right. Yeah. This rat was cared about for three to four days and then finally ignored for months. What? Yeah. It was a really sad situation. The rat was barely cared for, kept mostly in the dark, and ignored for months until it finally died, I think, just of sadness. Because I know it was being fed. But it wasn't being played. Well, but it wasn't. So you're not supposed to play with, are you? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't They're be- smart. I mean. It wasn't being socialized at all. No. And it kind of couldn't be at a certain point because it had been so neglected that it was a biter. So if you tried to take it out and care for it, like I did sometimes, it would bite you. Oh. Which made it lonelier. You know, it was an incel rat. Well, it had its own problems and it couldn't deal with them but they were exacerbated by society which in this case was a bunch of stoners in an apartment that were getting drunk and fucked up all the time and didn't so, care so this is your spider-man or- origin story well this the is cell rat bit you and then you get, mm, gained all your powers yeah that's true mm. but i'm analogizing this to corolla right now this is what you're doing to your car you're assuming that its death is inevitable and you used to love it and now you're just watching it die and you're not taking any action. And one day, it's going to finally... I know. It did the other day. <laughs> and you're going to pull over to the side of the road and say, goodbye, old friend. And shoot it in the fucking hood. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to old yeller it. I do just want a new car, but... I can... You should get one. Why not? Why don't you lease a really nice car? I feel like that would be a good move for you. You're a financially irresponsible person. I know. You also think you're bougie. You would lease like a Beamer or something. I would get a Jeep. What? What the fuck kind of an answer is that? Or a hatchback. Some kind of hatchback. I think hatchbacks are lovely. Well, yes, they they have a lot of utility to them. But like leasing a hatchback is the stupidest, most will thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) It's on brand. You could just buy a hatchback. Those are not out of your range. You realize that, right? I was thinking more like you would lease a luxury vehicle that you would I do completely love Alexis, run into but, the ground. Yeah, I would destroy and lose it, yeah. your deposit. On. I would lose my shit though. Like I wouldn't do terrible park jobs and let it get you know parking tickets on opposite side day. I I would be like, oh no, my baby, I have to find a parking spot for it now. I got to buy a parking spot. Oh. Do you remember that time that the trunk of your car was just completely full of wet leaves? Because you haven't, you hadn't opened it so in so long that the wet leaves had infiltrated all the cracks. I learned. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> so I learned. We have to get back to the heartwarming story, so I don't seem like such an irresponsible piece of shit. But I think the seal, one of the seals, is broken because the left hand side. I opened it the other day because I wanted to put the target hall in it, but it was damp because it was raining. I was like, oh, oh, this is why there was a standing well of water in my wheel well because uh, my car has been being leached into 
by nature for months but then there was also like all the plant detritus so i was like oh I need maybe to that's that. what you should do when corolla finally dies is just get it towed to the beach and have, have them just drag it out into sea oh so barnacles can glom onto yeah it? just make it part of the reef outside of fort tilden give it a burial at sea i feel like that would be appropriate i think that actually yeah just watch it be lowered into the yeah yeah like osama bin laden Oh, so no one can ever find it and make it into a shrine. I'll just like take it to the Staten Island Ferry and just be like, guys, I need to just like actually let it like Thelma and Louise off the side. And they'd be like, what? I'm like, you can't do that. That's dumping in the harbor. I'm like, but we need to do it. It's emotional. Oh, it's a man. moment. Yeah. Just how let... much do you think you would have to pay the city government to let you shove a Corolla off the side of the Staten Island Who, Ferry? You, no, no. You can bribe people on boats. It's it's, it's fine. You can do that. Um, Most city employees are bribable. I met a guy that was the driver of the Staten Island Ferry for 40 years. Oh. Um, but he was a mega stoner. What? And that made me concerned. Yeah. It's a slow boat. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I, ultimately, I think it's fine. It's just funny that that could, like, slip through the cracks that this oh, old man I mean, from Staten Island was just, like, so blitzed. I mean, I had sanitation employees who were like, so you got to do a piss test, right? And I'm like, Yeah. When I worked in finance, um, I'd be like, yes. And they're like, so can we wait like uh, a little bit of time? I'm like, what? And they're like, you know, I like uh, on the weekends, you know, you know, I like to go golfing. I smoke a cig, maybe spark a J. Uh, can we like, you know, do they look uh, look bad upon that? I'm like, well, kind of. Yeah. Um, can you just not get high for like two weeks? And they're like, I can try. Damn, yeah, that's a lot to ask for a stoner. Two weeks is a long time. I mean, think about it in terms of jewel or cigarettes. Like, if someone was like, you can't get this job unless you stop for two weeks, that would be tough. That'd be tough for me. It would, you'd patch it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I guess, you, but like, you can't have nicotine in your system is the point. So like, oh. even if they made a THC patch, you can't use it. Well, that's true. You got to just go cold turkey. It's a bummer. Hmm. I feel for these people. How come marijuana is not legal in New York City yet? It sort of is. It, well, you can you can't get arrested for possession under a certain amount. You just yeah. get a ticket. I don't even think so. But it's so. still illegal. You get a ticket? Yeah, I really? think I think you just get a summons rather than going to jail. Oh, is the new protocol? Yeah. I need. I should call the cops and the people who live above my place of work. Then every day, eleven thirty a.m. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? It's a Tuesday. Why are you high? And why is your weed such swag shitty shit? How do you know that it's bad? From the smell of it? It's, yeah. If it smells more potent, it's probably pretty good. But it smells like... Ugh. Well, they might just be mixing it up with tobacco or something else. Oh. You, know? but you never know. Uh, it's bad. It's a lot. I'm like, well, I don't know. it smells I, loud in here. Yeah, you were never a stoner, so you don't understand that. That on some level, like, being a, being a pot stoner is worse than being a cigarette smoker. Like, it's more constant, and it makes you more agitated to be without it. Oh. What? Yeah, yeah. When I was in my stoner phase, like, I smoked weed. I was always high. I was never not high. I remember being really anxious going to visit my family, like, on holidays and stuff, because I would have to not be high for, like, four hours. But then at a certain point, I just started smoking weed before I got there. Yeah. And then I was okay. But then you're also concerned that they know you're high, you know. Hmm. It's a real problem, yeah. Being being a stoner's tough. I can't imagine, <laughs> like, being an adult being stoner and, and trying to hold down a job. I don't. People do it. Uh, yeah, people definitely do it. But, you know, you have to just be comfortable being high at work and, like, operating at a high level, literally and figuratively. Ah. But 
you know, I couldn't do it is all I'm saying. You just, I would just be hungry all day. Like, what are you doing? I'm eating again. I'm very high. And they'd be like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. That part of it's not that suspicious. It's more like having red eyes all the time and just, yeah. Red eyes. Oh yeah. It does that. Mm -hmm. Mm. But I guess people just eat weed now and that doesn't really do that. Yeah. So lovely. You're in the clear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want do you want to hear my heartwarming story? Sure, you're really past? like chomping at the bit. I'm just trying to fill time here like a professional and you keep I don't know. circling back to your heartwarming gravy story. So we let's can hear we it. no, I'm I'm over it now. No, no. 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 Now we need to hear it. No, I'm because I'm you've done. you've successfully sidetracked me. I was no. daydreaming about being a stoner again, thinking I'd maybe get back into it. But oh, God, anyway, no, please don't. Heart, he, we have a new Will, couch. You can't smoke pot on Will couch. has a heart, heartwarming story about gravy. No, we're done. We're not done. We can't be done. We have to tell. We're it. done about the story. Well, no, no, no. Now I'm genuinely curious. What was it about? No, you're not. You're feigning. <laughs> this is feigned curiosity. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, uh, it's, of course, it's feigned curiosity. If anybody out there actually thinks I'm interested in hearing Will's story about gravy, then you really don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you never. Like, did you? Did your grandparents ever have like old, like old friends that would co- sometimes? be part of family time uh yes i've definitely had this experience yeah like you're just like you we're not related but like you seem to know all these people and i'm confused but you're fun because you're not related to me thank god oh yeah it's way better to interact with like close family friends than it is to interact with actual family oh yeah, yeah. they're like at least six years older than you but you're like hi you you're 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 not part of this hot mess okay great so that's how I found, I mean, I found my elderly, you know, role model of how I wanted to be when I was 72 and chain smoking at the dinner table. Even though all the younger people, all the 40 year olds had like quit smoking, she would just be like, okay, before dinner, let me get one in. And she was the only one allowed. She was allowed to smoke in the house. She, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I was like, yes, bitch. Um, so we were, we, I was like, we're going to be friends. So we shared a like a dish and like we just like looked at my grandmother and she's she was the first one and she's like, You have the baguettes, right? And I'm like, What? She's like she's like I was like, You do that too? You dip the thing she's like, Yeah, fuck it. They're not getting any of this. Come on. And she brought like made my grandmother bring like a full loaf of bread that we took to the dome. This woman was seventy two skinnier than me. Yeah. And we just like plowed through like endless carbs and like chatted about she brought you some special baguettes that were specifically for gravy dunking yeah wow she was like no no no. your grandmother has definitely has bread we're 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 gonna fuck that up i'm like okay yes ma'am teach me the stories and then she would just tell me stories of when they would hang out and like do weird shit get too drunk and like she was like the secret keeper and i was like oh tell me stories yes yeah those well how long did they know each other? So she knew your grandma like since... 50 years. Like wow. 40, yeah, 40 years. Was yeah. she a single single woman? No. No. What, the, what was the her husband? The husband was like to? a goofy, like aloof dude who would just like have to take a nap after eating. So it would be like, okay, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a whiskey and take a nap. And she'd be like, okay, he's asleep. Give him a pack of cigarettes. Let me fucking chain smoke. Like, yes. I want to be you. <laughs> so far going great right on point yeah yeah for sure oh yeah it makes a lot of sense um yeah based on your personality that you would have modeled it on a 72 year old woman (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Over. Yeah. You've always ex- aspired to be wiser than your actual years. Yes. Yeah. Um, but also to try and be cool, but you like misunderstand what that is because you based it on an old person. Wow. Read me to filth. Okay. Instead of young people. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Who cares what the youth are doing with their with their tiktoks and their kickflips mm-hmm. and their and their twitch streaming and and their, and their fortnite and their ketamine uh-huh i don't know i don't know what a fortnite is <laughs> it's 14 <laughs> days right 13 days oh boy um i do know yeah you would rather just be on lookout point giving someone a beach i mean that's what this woman was doing with your grandmother apparently they were probably given handies in the in the park car after a you know a social night i don't know yeah 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 Oh man! Well, we we were watching the uh, fourth season, the last episode of Nathan for You, uh, with Under sad duress. old man yeah. Bill. Oh yeah, who was out to find his former love, and Bill, I'm, not my role model. No, no, kind of mine. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, yeah. Bill Bill is an elderly man that's been pining for the same woman for fifty years that he cheated on. Yeah, that he cheated on. Um, his only memory was fucking her or but trying to fuck her trying rather. to trying to yeah but then he turned out it, it turned out he fucked some other woman gloria and that's what ruined their relationship but he still misses whatever her name was francis oh finding francis yeah uh but then but yeah he Fielder still falls in love with a hooker he feels entitled after all these years that she should still marry him and i identify with that but then he uh i feel entitled to past relationships that i ruined and I think about them constantly. Speaking and... of memes, I'm going to just be that Kermit <laughs> meme right now and just take my take my non tea and just. You should maybe move on with your life, but that's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should let. Oh, Peter, don't go back to the well. There's no water there. Ah. Uh... Yeah, but you modeled your life on the opposite side of that story. Yeah, the lady who got away and was like, "Fuck yeah, living my best mm-hmm. life." I go skiing. Eat too many fucking carbs, and I wear black leather pants, and fuck you. I'm like, yeah. A 72-year-old woman was wearing black leather pants? A pleather. I don't know. She was wearing... Like, Either way. She was wearing, like, skinny pants, yeah, and this was weird. before skinny pants. Right. And I was like... Oh, so she was still wearing skinny pants from the 70s, 80s, probably? But she still fit in them. Mm-hmm. Just oh, a good gloat. for her. Yeah. She was pro-Anna, I'm sure. That's how you get away with all those carbs. No. Yeah, Absolutely. I think she was, like, fit and would do, like, aerobics and shit. But, like, obviously, that's the part that I was like, no, bitch. Um, but, you know, if you're going to the tanning bed, skiing, having a fire pit and whiskey every night, I was like, yeah, you, is, I want that life. With a smoky, raspy voice, just like, hey, hi, honey, how are you? I'm like, oh. God, if you've been smoking cigarettes your whole life and you've made it to 72, like, that's so glorious. Winner. Love. Yeah. Only just crow's feet. Not much. I think she wow. got fillers, but also, check mark. Like, if you think I'm going to have wrinkles, you are, you have another fucking thing coming. Oh, you're definitely going to have wrinkles. What are you talking about? I'm going to fill those fuckers up. Oh, you're, oh, you're just going to get injections? Botox, baby. Oh, damn. Really? Yeah. Well, you're going to have to start pretty soon. Go are you saving yourself. up for that? Are you preparing for it? It's only $300 a shot. Oh, my God. I was thinking about getting my tattoos removed. I was looking this up the other day. Uh, it's pretty expensive. You don't but... want awkward conversations when people grab your arm anymore? Uh, well, that I kind of don't mind. <laughs> it's more the people that know what they are oh. that I'm concerned about. Uh, 
You don't want to just like get rid of the text and just leave the crown. No, I don't want. I don't want either thing. I don't no. identify with them at all anymore. No. Uh, in case anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, I have two Basquiat tattoos that mm. I abhor. But um, but anyway, this I, is why if you can't drive at twenty five, you shouldn't get that. Well, that's also true. Yeah, the the only thing that you should be able to get a tattoo of as a youth is a number, so that we can keep track of you if you die in a fiery car accident. <sighs> So hipster barcode tattoos on the back of the neck? Yeah, or I was thinking like under the armpit with your blood type or something, SS style. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, okay. Anyway. But Trying I, not to go to a dark place? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about getting my tattoos removed, and it is very expensive, but there are Groupons for it. Excuse? Yeah, and I realized that I could get three sessions for like 150 <coughs> or $200. Because it also depends on the size of your tattoo. No, for the first three sessions oh. in general, but then after that, it kicks up to about that much per Just session. Just go to different ones. That's a very good idea, actually. I didn't think of that. Also, if people are doing Groupons for laser tattoo removal, that means that there's people are hard up to get those people coming in to get them removed. That's that's a dermatologist that I maybe wouldn't trust because they're looking for cash. Well, yeah. I mean, if you go to a proper dermatologist that is really good at this and can do it quickly and without scarring you it's yeah. really really expensive it's like twelve hundred dollars yeah per session what and sometimes it depends um you have insurance do it you can't do it with insurance because it's elective oh what yeah but you can't tell them that, like it's impeding your growth in a company no 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 no, no. Uh, dude people are going bankrupt because they have cancer no you yeah you know you're gonna try to go to your insurance company and be like listen i can't get a raise because of <laughs> yeah, my stupid yeah. tattoo <laughs> Wow. Um, Is Bernard going to take care of your tattoo? Well, Bernard would take care of everything else, and then I would be able to afford to get the fucking tattoo removed. You don't go to the doctor that much. I don't, but that's beside the point. (laughs) Actually, like you have medical bills. I do have medical bills. What? Yeah, sure. I had to evade my um, medical bills from Vermont when I broke my back. Oh. Mm. Yeah, sure. And thankfully, when I had all my other injuries, I was under my dad's insurance, so. I thought weren't you under 26 weren't you covered yeah i was but my dad was like oh it happened in a it happened in a state that i'm not a part of so we're just never going to do anything about it what yeah ron but ron ron no that's bernard's home state so hopefully they'll just take care of it with socialism (laughs) isn't that the idea (laughs) yeah (laughs) we'll fix your old medical bills from my home state yes everyone gets their tattoos removed for free Wow, it seems like all the st- all the cities that would have gone blue tonight did it anyway because they have some regrets. <laughs> yeah, looks people... like New York went for Bernie. Wow, mm-hmm. no, so no one shocked. Well, my my point was originally. Do you think that's a good idea? I think I'm gonna do it probably. I mean, it takes it takes like a year or so. What? It take, yeah, because I you thought have to... it was like six sessions, and they just like blast the shit out of it. It could be six sessions, but in my research, it seems like it's going to be a lot longer. It's than almost twenty twenty. You telling me lasers can't do that faster? No, not really. Where is my Jetsons future? I don't have lasers that do things fast now. I can airdrop things, but we don't have lasers that fix skin. Yeah, I can just rip the ink out of your body immediately yeah and heal with no problem just go in an mri machine oh that's only with metal piercing that only happens with prison tattoos you know uh you can't go in an mri machine if you've gotten prison tattoos because they just use ink from pens yeah which has metallic content and it will rip it out of your body oh i forget what media property it is but there was a there was also a house episode 
Maybe it was a house episode. Yes, because there was a there was that guy who shivved a bunch of people, and then he they had to put him in an MRI machine. He was sweating, and it was yes, like, and it rips, it's ripping out all of his prison tattoos. Yeah. yeah, but but real tattoos from a sanctioned place don't have that issue. Mm. Otherwise, like it's the same reason they would maybe set off metal detectors and stuff. You know, really, probably. Mm. I don't know. I always get patted down. Speaking of metal detectors at the airport, like on my left hip. I don't, I'm like, huh? What kind of, what, me- where you can you just forget to take your keys out? No, they're just like, uh, something always shows up. I'm like, what? Is it cadmium? Is it like the painting things that are just collecting in my ass? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Did somebody, did somebody sneak something in there during a encounter of yours? Did they put a tracker on you? First of all, we've already discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing goes up. Um, no, it's just very sweet. They're always like, sir, we're just going to do this. And then they do the backhand. I'm like, mm. I don't care. Did you have an encounter with somebody that had a grill and perhaps they lost a tooth in there? <laughs> Let me get this straight. In this hypothetical, someone eating my ass had a grill. Yeah, maybe it was a Paul Wall type of person. A wigger, for lack of a better word. You think I, I mean, I've been very drunk and had a gentleman caller but you think i would ever allow a gentleman caller with a grill in within six feet of me period look man you've showed me a diverse range of people on grinder and nothing is out of the question that's all i'm saying what no i showed you the hinge that well you also showed me grinder in the past i was using grinder as a euphemism for all dating apps oh okay but you know you're all over the map you're a chubby chaser on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a lie. But you know what? Um, yeah. If there was like if there was like a sexy ass model that had a grill, mm-hmm. I know you would do it. No. I would do it. If a t- if a ten came up with a grill. On Tinder and she had a grill, yeah, sure. And just for the story, really. For a lady grill. They a, make lady lady gr- grills? a lady grill would really pique my interest, honestly. That would just you would just like that for the for the intrigue. You just like tell me a story. I need to know how this ha- how how did you occur? Yeah, and also then you know, I don't know. Maybe you have an encounter, and then the grill factors into it. That's what I'm getting at here. You know? Yeah, scrapage. Ooh, ooh, no well, me gusta. I don't know. Silver is a soft metal. Ugh. Maybe it doesn't feel so bad. It's disgusting. It's <laughs> absolutely disgusting. Gold is softer. Thank you. Oh, that's true. I guess grills are mostly diamonds and stuff anyway, so... Scratches. Um, I never thought... Do you think people... It's like a retainer. People like have like a stupid plastic thing for their grills at, at the end of the night. I, I'm not sure. Do you take a grill out? I think you I think must so. have to. I mean, right? based on the uh, Breaking Bad, the grills are removable. Oh, true. They take out Tuco's grill and use it as a reward. But yeah. I always understood that, like during the autopsy, or they whatever, ripped it they out. They just took it. I don't know. I feel like it's a clip-on. Because I think what happens when you get a grill is that they remove all of your teeth. It's like getting dentures or something. They oh, rem- it's like a. Br- I thought it was like a bridge. It might be. I'm not sure. We should look into this. But I always thought they removed all of your teeth, or th- or rather, they just filed them down to little points. Oh, and then the grill is inserted and like epoxied. No, I don't think it's like a retainer. It would be really weird if Paul Wall went home at night and like took it out and like put it in a little like like neon blue. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) 
his effervescent uh, tabs. Um, That's a really weird thing to think about, that Paul Wall actually just has gums. He has, like, a child mouth. Hi, I'm Paul Wall. I just sucked my non-lip under my teeth. Um, no, I... I don't know. I always... I don't know. I, mm. That is one thing I do want. I want veneers. Speaking of... When you get veneers, they do what I just said, right? They sharpen your existing teeth and I, then they put them on I think they, they just file, it, file down the surface and they stick like a Lee press-on nail on your mm, fucking mm-hmm. tooth, which I would be down for. I would be down for that too, but I mean, what is that like? Like, do they... Do you have to get them replaced every once in a while? I think if or... they yellow or something like that, you can just be like, can you pop them off? But it's mm-hmm. a bitch to do because that hurts. Would you get your teeth like made perfect? Meaning like... I would want them sharper. I have soft, round Yeah, you do. Teeth. You have shot, sharp or rather dull, like stubby teeth. Yeah, I don't have chompers. Right. You would want chompers? You would look really weird <laughs> with a full set of teeth. Yeah. Because right now, right now, when you do the half <laughs> smile that you're doing, like just I like, can just see a little bit of teeth. Because you also have very thin lips, thank which you. is why yes. it's good that you have a beard. Um, but <sighs> if you if your teeth if you had like um, so you're saying I should get Barker fillers teeth? Yeah, I want you would look insane. <laughs> kind of love. <laughs> There's something super white, really long, Ooh, Bob just Barker so chompers. fucking white and just like uh, like with points. Like I want like you know no roundness. I want to be able to Dude, bite into a steak and just be able to just be like, hey. People don't have pointy teeth. You do realize that, right? Like, if your teeth had points in the front, you would look like a vampire. You want a hybrid between a vampire and Bob Barker? Yes. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like, or maybe, like, I just want them taller somewhere. Like, you know, like, if they just have to shove up some... No, that's bad. I don't want shove up gum. That sounds painful. Well, I think it's going to be... I just want very white teeth. Uh There's something very, like, nice about that. Yeah, there is something. Why don't you just go to the dentist? And get them whitened? Yeah. Yeah, I could. Yeah, my... When I I was, like, 15, like, they almost threw that in there. You want to whiten your teeth? I'm like, huh? Like, yeah, you could. You drink too much coffee and you're only fucking 15 psychopath. You want to bleach these fuckers? I'm like, eh. Next no, time. I know my Russian dentist kept trying to upsell me on the whitening, mm. but he was like, "This is going to take forever. Like you, you smoke too much and you dr- drink too much coffee. Like, I really want to whiten your teeth, but it's going to take a long time." And I was like, "Stop." No, thank you. Yeah, stop mm. doing this. I don't care. Veneers, stick them on. No, I know, I know. Just having fake teeth. Did you know they used to make teeth out of concrete? What? Yeah, like it went from wood. You know, in the George Washington days, you would get wood chompers. Oh, yeah. I mean, I technically have cement on my lower retainer, which should have gone out like 15 years ago. I, I That might even still be true, but I think it's like a hybrid between epoxy and cement. But yeah, that's like really similar to teeth consistency. Yeah. So they would make teeth out of cement. I'm surprised there wasn't a stage in there where they made them out of ivory. Oh, there probably were. There must have been ivory. But that's dentures. too hard. And it can shatter. You don't want shatterable things in people's mouths. Well, but your teeth are already shatterable. You would know, yes. Oh, yeah. You still got that broken one? The chippy? Yeah, it's right up front. You didn't fix that again? No, I just decided I don't care. <laughs> wow, okay. That my life is just a downward spiral anyway. So I might have. I might as well leave all these scars intact. Wow, okay, Bill. Wow. Which as far as the tattoo goes, I guess I should just leave it. No, I. And you should get to. rid of it. Should I get rid of it? I yeah. think so. I, I think I should get rid of it too. I, you are, you know, 
I feel like you always have hesitation when short sleeve season approaches. You're just like, oh, fuck. It's oh, yeah, I, I definitely do. And as the years go on, it gets worse and worse. I really feel not good about it. Um, Yeah. And you know what? It's just that I don't identify with any of it anymore. Tattoos in general is hmm. what I mean. Also, Basquiat's are just collecting cards now. There's no meaning. I know. Anymore. I know. I had to explain the other day to somebody that I was like, I promise I got this before it was cool. I know that seems impossible, but it's true. I Before did. it was on a Uniqlo t-shirt? Yes. Yeah. And now it's on a Uniqlo t-shirt? Like, how was I supposed to know that? Maybe I'll get it covered up with that uh, Punisher skull in red, white, and blue with the oh, Donald geez. Trump wig. You should do the Kat Von D and just do a full blackout on your forearm. Why did people get mad that she did that? I don't know. I think it's sick. I mean, that, people do that all the time with cover-ups. The just only get a black. tattoo I would want would be like a black band right here. That is a really basic bitch-ass tattoo. It's also very gay. Yeah, I know. Why do people get that? What does that signify? I don't know. I like Royden's where it's a ta- it's like a tape tear. It's a circle, and then there's like a tape tear. Like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, It's kind yeah. of funny, but it's also on his leg, I think. Ooh, leg tattoos are bad. Oof, no leg tattoos. If it's not a fighting Irish like mascot, don't put anything on your <laughs> leg. Yeah, I feel like the only acceptable leg tattoos, and I mean barely acceptable, are like sports fandom tattoos it's on your calf always, or It's always a sports tattoo, and it's always on like right on the thigh, and it's like, ugh. But wait, why do you why do you want the single band around your arm? I don't know. Yeah, then looks cool, and I would what? regret it immediately. <laughs> yeah, you with any tattoo, I feel like would be such a nightmare. Oh, I would. You would have nothing but regret regret instantly. Oh yeah, no. Well, they would start, and then one needle would pierce my skin, and I'd be like, (laughs) "Stop!" And I would have a dot, and I'd be like, "I have a tattoo." The tattoo I wish I would have gotten back in the day. I don't have an image in mind, but people used to get the lip tattoo in the inside of your lip. Um, a it's cool because nobody can see it, and b it goes away. You want a Pete Davidson? He has one of those. I feel like yes, that's very much that brand. What does it say? Twelve inches probably <laughs> you know that right pete oh pete he's Davidson a door knocker had a, yeah had a notoriously ginormous hog which which given for, ariana grande i know that's size, half of her height i mean really he's really i really would oh. like to see that sex tape if anybody out there has it this is okay no first it's of all just for scientific reasons do not give this man any fodder please <laughs> um but no, like what there was the tweet, like one of her tweets resurfaced recently because there was a cut article about how he like dates so many people. He's like, yeah, I just like really love people who I'm with and I care about them so much all the time. And I'm like, you care about 12 women? Like you change them out like sheets? Like, oh, time to change my sheets. Oh, no, he just these. sounds like a coxman that's like pretty good at manipulating. Coxman? Rel- yeah. Meaning he wields, you know. Like a swordsman, he's a coxman. Um, he wields his power of celebrity and his charm to get people to love him easily. And then when they find bruising in their cervix, they're like, "I can't date this man anymore." Well, yeah, I'm sure that's part of it, but <sighs> no, there. I mean, no, I mean, what I'm saying is, he doesn't sound like a very good person. Like that's the that's the laziest excuse for just being sort of a slut that I've ever heard. Like it's fine if you want to date a bunch of people at the same time, but don't pretend that you care about them. It's very difficult to care about one person. Just be a whore. Yeah, it's, fine. it's okay. Yeah, just say you like to fuck. It's fine. People look at you and they go, "What?" But hey. man, when's a Me Too story about him going to come out? Everybody likes the encounters because you know. I guess they're being well satisfied. So it's also there's... older ladies. So they're like, I don't oh. know. I got what I came for. Really, he know. dates Coogs. 
He was with Kate Beckinsale for like a hot minute. No way, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. Good for him. Yeah, vampire. vampire Pete woman. Davidson, salute to a true warrior. Seriously. Now you're leaning in very hard to the Joe Rogan experience, <laughs> and I am not here for that. Um, okay, would you, would you like to stop? We've done a plenty of time. Do we have time? Okay. Yeah, because all these leaning things and things that aren't in the right spot is really it's really me bothering. Itchy. I want to hang something. I already know I want to hang something. I want something right over there. Behind. Okay, you're going to take care of the uh, inside of the studio right now. You know it's late at night. Pushpins. These are little light things. Mm, okay. Shove a pushpin in that wall. Okay. All right. Well, signing off, Green and Lewis, for another edition. Right. I apologize for this episode. I feel like it was meandering and weird and bad, but fuck it. Also, kind of fun. So. That's on brand. Okay. Meandering, weird, and bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah. what you're tuning into on Thursday morning? Oh, is this going to come out on Thursday morning? Yeah, actually, it will. Well, we thank you for listening while you're cooking. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Hopefully, it'll cause you to start drinking before 12 p.m. Yeah. I don't know. If everybody's down for it, we should try to do a Thanksgiving episode. We're not doing that. Why not? I'm not working on Thanksgiving. It's this is not a job, you fucking idiot. We this don't make work. any we don't make any money off of this. It's performativity and no one makes money off of I think we should try. Either. I think if people are down for it, we should try to do a mega episode because that's a good that's a good crew and it'll make it easier for us. Then we don't have to do one for a while. You have microphones for this? Sure. Yeah. That's a that's a sure. I, I forgot trust. that you fell asleep during the one that we already did. Yes, you have to pass the microphones around, but it's not impossible. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you can't just put the like boop boop on the end of the thingy. It costs money. I could get it, but I didn't come with get, it. No, but I'd also I have to get two more microphones. Oh. Anyway, we can talk about this off. <laughs> this can be a yeah, yeah. This is not content actually. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm done now. Okay. Signing off for the week. Green and Lewis episode twenty something. Twenty one. We oh, just we can turned twenty one. We can drink. Oh. Well, cheers, because I need another one. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're pounding the <laughs> truly. Good Lord. Good night. <laughs>